Right. Uh, how do I delete these? Um, today, how do I delete all this? What are you trying to delete? Adverts. Oh. Uh, are they popping up down the side of your screen? Yeah, where the mail is. I think I found out how to do it. Studio phone, James Whale. This message has no content. Nice. Was that yours? No? No. It's possible. 323, is that the one we're on? Uh, We're not on any phone number. No, I mean, is this the number of programs we've done? 323. Yes, this is 323. No, f*** about. I'm not in a very good mood. Are you not? No. Oh, dear. My plans for the weekend have just been... Oh, f*** off, you stupid f***ing thing. Piss off. You can always come up and stay with me. I don't want to. Oh, what's that doing now? Oh, there we are. That's right, there. right okay. Um, <clears throat> right, okay, let's just start. Ah, oh, gosh. Um, right, uh, where the... What? Oh, not... <laughs> um... Hold on just a minute, I'm just working out. You put a lot of stuff on here. Did I? Well, somebody has. If it isn't you, who else is it? Oh, it can only be me then. Yeah. Oh, God. Right, okay, fine. Um, good. Better, better mood. No, I'm not really, no, because I was talking to somebody and we were going out for the weekend and now this particular person is going to have to work all weekend, which is a bit of an annoyance. Why don't you volunteer to give them a hand now so that they free up their time? Well, I can't. I haven't got time and I can't do what they do. Okay. Does that make any uh, sense to you? The, the office still stands. If you want to come up and visit me in Wales. You I might. don't. Particularly not the way the weekend is looking, weather-wise. You're probably going to be cut off. Yes, bit of snow and then that's it. Everything stops. Good. Okay. Uh, now, I was talking to somebody about these podcasts. They're getting very, not ours in particular. In fact, I shouldn't think any bugger listens to this, but apparently lots of people are doing podcasts now, even off comp, off comp. Oh, Bremi, I was right the first time. Um, are getting interested in them. Ofcom are getting into podcasts. Oh, you mean regulating them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Well, that's fucked, isn't it, in, in that case? Oh, no. Well, I, I mean, I just mentioned that. I don't know if that's going to happen anyway. So, you know. Uh, but still, nobody has to listen to a podcast. You do it from your own volition, don't you? You don't have to listen. As long as there's plenty of warnings in place, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and there's no... The only, the only problem with this, I'm not rude about anybody in particular, am I? I'm just... You know, I'm just as if I was down the pub and uh, maybe forget to edit myself occasionally. You're rude to me all the time. No, I'm not rude to you at all. Is that for editing purposes? Oh, don't put all this out. Nobody is interested in in our conversations before the show. Do not put this out. That's like 60% of the show. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I should listen sometimes and see what you do put out, shouldn't I? No, don't do that. No? No. Oh, okay. Well, if you think it's all right without me listening and giving the okay, then uh, fine. 
Right, I want to get on with it. I want to get on with the show. Okay. I'll put some music in now. Okay. So there we go. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, This is the James Whale Radio Podcast. Uh, Welcome to it. Of course, uh, I don't need to tell you how to get to listen to it because you're already here, do I? But uh, tell your friends. Tell them to tune in. And uh, if they want to get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com is the way you can do it. But then, of course, being a podcast, you could probably see it on your screen, couldn't you? What we should do, and I keep asking Rob, who produces this, we should get an app. Lots of people have apps, but we don't. We do have an app. I've got it on my phone. Well, yeah, but you don't give it to anyone else. I haven't even got it. It's 80 quid. I have to upload it to uh, iTunes. What do you mean it's 80 quid? We have to become a member of the uh, Apple developer program, which is 80 quid a year. But then I feel sorry for the Android people because I haven't written one for Android and I don't know how to. Oh, no, you're not as clever as I thought, are you? Well, here, here's the thing. Listen, um, if anybody would like to be involved in the... Um, can we not find a way of... Make, I mean, we could just give it to people and then join for the year anyway, couldn't we? Uh, we could actually email the app to people to test. Well, why don't we do that? Probably won't be that many people who want it. So if you would like the app to test out for the podcast, just uh, email jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Only Apple users. iPhone users, you mean? Well, yeah. Or iPod, yeah. iPad. All right. Yeah. iMac? No. No? No, it's an app. Oh. Can't you use it on a laptop? I suppose you can use some sort of emulator. I've no idea what you're talking about. So anyway, if you would like to, uh, you'd like to have a go and uh, test out the app for us, then uh, jamesworldradio at gmail.com. And Rob will send you one free. Okay. And he will pay for the postage and packing. (laughs) There's no postage and packing. Well, you're going to send them one. No, via email. Yeah. But don't you have to package it? How can you email an app? Well, it's a link to a, an app, isn't it? Is it not a little tangible thing? No, 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 not at all. It's all virtual. Well, I do like something to hold on to. I've heard. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, right, zero, 03... Oh, I was going to give out the talk radio number there, so give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Fucking ridiculous. They've got I'm quite tired. I've had a busy week. I'm, I've had about four or five hours sleep every night. What? They have an app. I beg your pardon? Talk Radio have an app. No, Talk Radio have an app, yeah. Yeah, there's no point ringing them then. No, I was just going to give out the number for people to call me. Okay. Just give 03444991000. It's indelibly imprinted on my brain. Well, that's okay then. I hope we don't change the number soon. I'll have to learn another one. That's possible. They might do. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're here. This is the uh, the podcast. And uh, Ash and I, by the way, were thinking he, he comes on my radio show. We were thinking we should do a podcast that you could produce. 
Right, I can do that. I was going to call it Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. And why not? Or something, because a lot of these people have very trendy names for their podcasts, don't they? They do. One of you has hair and the other one doesn't. Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow. Hmm. Hair We Go Again. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, or um, hair and no hair. No, that doesn't sound right, does it? The hair and the bald of it. Hair and hair-s. Or hair and hair-less. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good. I quite like that. Anybody has any other ideas, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, So the big story about everything, I suppose, is coronavirus. Everybody's talking about it. It's suddenly become uh, a, a, an obsession. Now, I I was talking to somebody, and they said, "Well, of course you do know this is uh, this is um, uh, I've forgotten the word they use, but it, it, it linked to SARS. Some people are calling it SARS two. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Uh, so it's just actually more contagious than SARS was." The uh, school my daughter goes to was one of the ones in the news. Was it? Mm. So has it been locked down now? Well, some parents are taking their kids off for uh, self-isolation for 14 days, but the school's threatening to fine them for taking their kids out of school because they say there's no risk, even though they were on a school trip to Italy, northern Italy, at Mm. the time when it all broke out. But they're apparently 100 kilometres away from one of the quarantine areas. Mm. Have they been tested medically? Some of them have been tested, yeah. We're waiting for the results. All the ones on the trip have been tested? Most of them have been tested. Well, most is no f***ing good. They all need to be tested. It takes time to test everybody, doesn't it? Well, how many were on the trip? I'd imagine like 30 or 40. How long could you do? You could do that in an afternoon. Not if they're all at home. Well, of course they should be at home. They should be self-isolating. They shouldn't be going into the school if they are in any way likely to have picked this up. Well, that's the the point. Uh, The school, our school, they didn't. They all went back to school. They know better than doctors, do they? Well, they're just going off the uh, guidelines given to them. Oh. Well, parents, of course, think probably they're, they're better to keep their kids away, and I think I would probably agree with them. Well, they're now talking about uh, taking kids out of school for two months. Hmm. It's a long time. It is a long time, but better that we uh, we nip this in the bud before it gets um, uh, prevalent. I mean, it's obviously a very fast-spreading thing. Or it is being used by people for some other reason, something that it's taking our attention away from. Like what? I have no idea. I'm just saying that's what it could be. Hmm. I think. You remember the saying, it's a good day to bury bad news? I don't remember that saying, but I'll remember it from now on. Yeah, some politician once said that when there was some tragedy going on and said, oh, it's great now because, you know, people will forget about the bad news or whatever. But this is bad news. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's a good day to bury the bad news that leaves governments in the... Shit. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Excuse me if I just, just just seen some more. I'm trying to tidy everything up in my office. Right. But the show's only 50 minutes long. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't do it on the show, I promise. But I just, Right. That's better. It was just annoying me. You know when things are just out of place and that was annoying me. 
Um, okay, yeah. So uh, this coronavirus, which seems to be spreading, and uh, but is it as day? I mean, you know, it it is a, a virus like flu, similar. Yeah, uh, they haven't found a, a vaccination or a way to treat it. And if you um, have other underlying medical tendencies, it can be dangerous. But is it any more dangerous than the flus we have? You know, people say, oh, some young people have died from it. Well, um, some young people die from flu that we already have in the system. Do you feel that you're not really getting the information given to you? Well, there is that. And there are things that, you know, coming down the line that are not being told because uh, of public um, concern. Panic. Yeah. But you know, it it what people what people have been told. If you feel that you might have it, if you think you've been somewhere you could pick it up to self isolate, get in touch with the uh, your your doctor. But surely there's questions that are on everyone's mind, and that is children, for example. How many children have had it? How many children have died? Um, Etc. So you're worried about your kids. Then you're thinking, well, the next question I want to know is, when I have it, how long is the sort of uh, breathing, when I have difficulty breathing, going to last for? And then how long mm. will it take for me to recover? Just information like that doesn't seem to be mm. out there. So you have to do, do your own digging. Yeah. Well, you have. You should do some research on this. That's for sure. But um, it is very difficult. Yeah. See, I've been researching, and I've been researching things like, should I be invest in some sort of oxygen making machine? to help, you know, the family breathe if we're all having difficulty because there might not be any around. So do I buy one now from Amazon, for example, for 300 quid? And then you have to go down that avenue of research because no one's telling you what they're doing in the hospitals to try and alleviate the symptoms. Antibiotics, they say, don't work, but don't they give you antibiotics when you get pneumonia? It's all sort of information that nobody's been given what you can I find that strange as well, which makes me wonder whether it's just being blown up out of out of all proportion, or uh, if they give you that sort of information, uh, is everybody going to go and buy these things, and uh, uh, and that's going to, to sort of uh, suddenly um, cause problems because things will run out that are needed, and um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I'm going to carry on doing more research. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, a bad idea. Especially now that sort of it's becoming closer to home when your your own schools mm. sort of been mentioned in the news. That's a bit. But I think if 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 you had a child that had died very sadly, I hope not. And there, as far as I know, there have not been any. Wouldn't you, as a parent, get in touch with the media and start shouting? Yeah, I did read somewhere today again. Can't 100% say if it's factual or not, but apparently children under nine are less likely to suffer. Uh, from this because of their immune system is slightly different to the older generation. Yeah, I don't know. You see, these are things we don't know. But um, uh, it, it it hasn't yet taken a hold, and everybody's talking about this, uh, which makes me wonder if there's something else. You know, if, if, the, if the economy takes a bit of a slide now, you can blame... You can blame it on the coronavirus rather than the fact we're sorting ourselves out and leaving the European Union. From the technology point of view, things are getting more expensive because obviously things aren't being shipped. Yeah. Fuel's going down because uh, less people are using fuel. Why less people using fuel? Because nothing's being transported. All the supermarkets are uh, reporting that they're reducing their prices. Really? Yeah. Well, I better go and fill up. What's the price 
of uh, petrol where you are now? Uh, well, one one place I called in was uh, well, diesel I use is one twenty. Yeah. What is it where you are? Uh, diesel, yeah, about one twenty, and the petrol's about yeah. one thirteen. Yeah. Um, but then there are very many filling stations around with it at one thirty, one thirty three. I've yeah. even seen it at one thirty five. Supermarket petrol stations seem to be the best, but Asda, I think, is the best place. Yeah, Asda is the best. Yeah, uh, I think that the diesels down there to one eighteen, shortly followed by Sainsbury's. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one twenty one in Sainsbury's or something. But they tend to be different everywhere. Now's the time to fill up your tank. Hmm. Right. Okay. So I, I mean, it, it's taking our attention away from, uh, I suppose, what's happening on Brexit. Uh, which, you know, I have to say, if the European Union are going to continue to be as, as moody as they are, then they don't deserve to really uh, be taken seriously, do they? So it's going to be like four years on and we're going to no deal. Well, you know, it, they could do it. Listen, we have everything in place now. There's no reason why we couldn't have a deal. It's not like our uh, sort of standards are lower than Europe. They're, in most cases, they're higher than Europe. So I don't know what mm. they're complaining about. No, well, a lot of these people who are um, <clears throat> a lot of these people who are uh, anti-Brexit are still moaning on about everything, and they're they're just uh, talking about. I don't know what they're talking about really at the moment. They're just talking about all the things that are going to go wrong. They're trying to sort. Uh, people's minds out and say that there is um, there are all sorts of problems and we shouldn't have left in the first place, all that kind of thing. And they're saying we can't have a Canada-style deal because uh, Canada can have their deal because they're further away. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They're just being, you know, obviously they're going to come out and they want, they want access to our fishing grounds. Well, that was the, one of the main reasons people wanted to leave the European Union. Um, because the fishermen were upset about the way the EU treated uh, them. You know, it might, might, might be rather than leave it until um, the rest, uh, rest of the year, just do it in June. I don't think we can, can we? I think we'll have to wait till December. Isn't it? Well, we could do what we like. We're not actually officially members of the European Union. We're just uh, abiding by the rules and regulations over this year while we do transition. And if they don't want to do transition, then uh, f*** them, basically. It's the word of the whale. And remember, we're not talking about the people. Every, t- every time some sort of these left-wing lunatics get hold of uh, the story and say, oh, well, what have you got against France? I haven't got anything against anyone. I love France. I love Italy. I go there a lot. Um, I used to have a house in France. Uh, it is the government, that, uh, and the, not even the governments, but the, uh, the, those people involved in the EU uh, who are doing this. You know, the EU is, it sees itself, whatever anybody says, it sees itself as an empire. You know, an empire with their own army, with their own uh, tax system, with, and it will swallow countries up, which uh, in the end will not please the residents of nations all over Europe. It's stealth. Um, empire building by stealth, if you want. We're not a part of it anymore. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. And jolly good job, too. So all the lefties can stop f***ing moaning. In fact, talking about being a lefty, did you see that ridiculous story where I think it was an MP once questions asked about why Yorkshire Tea is supporting the Chancellor? I did see the word Yorkshire Tea mentioned quite a lot, so I don't know what it's about. So tell me about it. 
Well, uh, the new chancellor was seen having a cup of tea at his desk. There's a photograph taken. And there was a packet of Yorkshire tea there. Right. That's a good thing, isn't it? Well, I would have thought so. Yorkshire tea happens to be very, very good, very nice, very, very tasty, very, very tasty. Um, and, uh, and now a lot of these left-wing extremists are saying, well, we're going to boycott Yorkshire tea. It's Yorkshire tea is effed on lots of their uh, comments on, on Twitter. They are a bunch of idiots, these sort of left-wing kind of Corbynites. They are just stupid, aren't they? You know, it's just, it's just pathetic, and the, the, the amount of abuse that uh, the, the manufacturers and the, the company uh, around um, Yorkshire Tea has got, it's just it, plainly bizarre from these people who think they're making some sort of political point. They're not. They're just showing how stupid they are. Well, they could just counter it by getting the uh, Prime Minister to drink PG tips. They don't have to counter it. Just, just you know... Gosh, I was I was watching a bit of the leadership debate for the Labour Party. We need, to build good government in this country, we need a good, strong opposition. But honestly, I mean, I'm beginning to to to. Re, I mean, the only hope they've got really is Keir Starmer. But actually, the Labour Party can't find a, a, a female who has the stature of a prime minister. I mean, Rebecca Long Bailey looks like a head girl. Lisa Nandy's very good, and very, but she's far too young. They must surely have better candidates there that can be the leader of the Labour Party. I know there is an obsession with youth at the moment, but traditionally, until Tony Blair, most prime ministers have been sort of slightly older, hadn't they? Kind of father figures. Mature. Mature, yeah. Like a cheddar. Well, not really, but anyway, it sounds absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, this whole thing. The Labour leadership and everything else, and what have we got to talk about? I know when I go do my radio show, it'll be something to do with the Labour leadership, coronavirus, um, and uh, probably the upcoming uh, budget. Oh, that the uh, Sajid Javid scarpered from. Yeah. Did you see him giving his little speech? It was really quite... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you could sum it up by going, na, 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 na. Yeah. You know, just... And then they're all having a go at Pretty Patel. I mean, thank goodness we have a Home Secretary with a bit of spunk in her. <coughs> what? You know, she's not really taking any prisoners. She doesn't... Uh, readily suffer fools and i think that's all very good for pretty and uh, she's getting work done that's good it is yes yeah very good very very good um now listen a lot of people get in touch and sometimes quite interesting this um uh this one you can review the show if you want um this is uh mark i put my glasses on i can't i can't i'm getting too old i can't read ah oh, that's better mark bernstein uh, itunes review on the show <laughs> Um, Saturday is not Saturday without your podcast. When James was broadcasting on BBC local radio, he would do stuff on YouTube before the show. He once read out one of my comments during that time and read out my name, reacting as if I'm some kind of huge VIP. Admittedly, it's kind of name you would read on the credits 
of the end of a US TV comedy show, but sadly, I'm not a big name. I also once rang into his program in the early 1990s on whatever radio station he was on. I think the subject was the Yugoslavian War, and I cut myself off as James was winning the argument and I had no answer. So anyway, he's giving us a five-star review on iTunes, which is very nice, of Mark Bernstein. Five stars. Five stars, very good. Yeah, somebody's come up with this idea that uh, I should be trying to uh, put together a TV show on the history of radio called Whale on Wireless. Go around the world, look at American radio and Australian radio and, and, and the sort of radio we aspire to do in many cases here. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. I listened to Radio One earlier. What for? Did that not make you feel like an idiot? I I, I couldn't work out the music. Oh, and Dan Carnley on Twitter says, last week's podcast, Rehydrogen Cars. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, you said it was a good idea to have hydrogen cars. One, infrastructure. Two, energy density. You need a massive fuel tank to carry enough fuel volume to give you the same performance and range as petrol, and three, Hindenburg disaster. Three good reasons not to have hydrogen cars. Well, that's pretty good, isn't it? They're good reasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good reasons. Um, And the climate campaigners, apparently, they're all getting very excited that they have won, they think, uh, this whole thing, the debate about a third runway at Heathrow. I, I had a big argument on the radio with one of the uh, local councillors who thought he was very smart and very clever uh, the other night on the radio. I mean, it is a, it's a travesty that they haven't built a third runway at Heathrow Airport. It's one of the busiest, if not busiest, in Europe. Some people say the world will operate on two runways. That That's like a little, you know, a little sort of regional airport in most countries. I mean, Schiphol has six, I think, six runways. And they're all saying, oh, well, we don't need all this, we don't want that. You know, nobody's actually thought of the fact that if you don't have enough runways to get the planes down, there are so many coming in here. If you ever go into London and you drive along the M4, you can see them stacked up waiting to land. It's quite frightening. Oh, in the holding formation. Yeah, yeah. And you, if you stand there and you watch, uh, if you're standing west of the airport looking east on uh, a, a clear day, you could see their landing lights coming in and there's a minute or so between every one of those planes landing. It's, it's a precisely calculated. You know, imagine you've got all those planes in the sky over densely populated areas. We're very lucky. There's only ever been one real accident. But it's an accident waiting to happen, isn't it? It's inevitable, is what you're getting to. Yeah, I mean, you know, we need more runway capacity. We probably need another two or three at Heathrow, not another one. And and because all those people, uh, I don't want it around me, um, uh, I've got loud voices and uh, a lot of them uh, are, are supporters financially of political parties. And then you've got the eco- ecological lot as well. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, well, why not have it at uh, at Gatwick? And they'd like a, an extra, maybe an extra two runways at Gatwick. We should be thinking about simultaneously anyway. 
And people were saying, well, we don't want the pollution in London, put it in Gatwick. But that's only a few miles away. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And people want to fly into central London. They don't want to fly in to Stansted. If, unless they're going on holiday or going somewhere else, they want to come right into London. So I don't understand it at all. I really don't. Didn't I see that um, Greta Thunberg has arrived somewhere in the UK? Oh, no. Has she? Yeah. Yeah, why? And who's encouraging her? It just, it just makes a mockery out of everything. I think there's going to be some sort of protest somewhere. Not again, surely. Well, they're going to do it every month, aren't they, they were saying? Yeah, it's just, it is, it's, it's, it's like the, the um, demonstrations there were all the time about the bomb, the nuclear bomb back in the 60s. But there's somebody driving this, I mean, she's 16 and she looks 13. And, you know, she's crying every time she speaks about how everything's going to... People are taking notice and even uh, politicians are saying, yes, well, we have a climate... Well, of course, we've, we've always had a climate emergency you know, we've never taken any notice really of the climate and what we have done and do to the climate. Nobody's ever really, they've had all this information for years. We should stop polluting. We should stop uh, pumping the amount of bad stuff we are into the atmosphere. But you cannot suddenly turn around and say, right, well, we're going to stop now. Everybody's going to have to stop because we have a way of life and it's difficult for people to change overnight. It should have been a long, gradual process, and it's not going to change now. And even if we stop burning fossil fuel tomorrow and all the other things that apparently are harming the planet, there is absolutely no proof it's going to go back the way it was because things move on. The climate moves on always, and the climate adapts and changes around things that's going on. We have to also accept the inevitability, and it may not be in our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren's time, but this planet will become more and more difficult for mankind to stay on because that's what happens to planets. Eventually, they burn out. Now, I'm sure scientists say, well, we've got hundreds of millions of years to go yet, but nobody truly knows. If the sun suddenly starts reacting to something, I don't know, something that gets sucked into the sun, or I, I have no idea, but we would be, uh, we would be so seriously affected then if something did that, if something affected the moon and knocked it away from where it is now, that would change the weather immensely. If we have some of these super volcanoes go, we should, listen, I'm not, we should be taking care of the planet much more care than we are. But I'm getting fed up with these people sitting around and stopping people going about their daily business and trying to, you know, being, being stupid and, and aggressive. It's not on. And I hope the police are not going to carry on taking no notice, really, and, and behaving like they're at a carnival and joining in, because that's not what the police are paid for. And the amount of mess they made in Cambridge the other day where they dug up all sorts of things, that was disgusting. She's in Bristol. Fine. Well, that's all right. What's happening in Bristol? A, a huge march, apparently. Oh, good, good. I wonder whether the, uh, whether the media will follow it or just ignore it. And she's 17 now. Is she? Mm. Right. Is that the end of your fact-checking? I was just fact-checking while you were talking, yes. 
Good, good. Well, we'll see what happens. Why don't you do your tech talk, bearing in mind climate change and the climate crisis? Okay, uh, Windows 10 live tiles are going. What are they? When you click on the start button in Windows 10, you had some live tiles that showed you your sort of news, your emails, your photos in real time to give sort of uh, live information, but they've, uh, they're yeah. now removing them because nobody wanted them in the first place. All right, well, there we are. Uh, as I mentioned before, the uh, coronavirus is having an impact on uh, tech. Companies like Apple, etc., are reporting that there could be a shortage of iPhones, etc. Uh, Apple has also announced today that it's developed a device that can store and play high-fidelity music in women's breast implants. The device will cost between... $499 and $699, depending on the speaker size. The iTIT is considered that to be a is major... the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. The iTIT. How f***ing stupid. No one wants that. Apparently, women have always complained that uh, men are always staring at their breasts and not listening to them. So Apple have come up with a device for them. Well, men do have a fascination, heterosexual men have a fascination for ladies' breasts, and uh, they can pretend they're not looking, they can pretend they don't care, but sometimes they can't help it. So our podcast could be uh, heard on a pair of breasts. If anybody is prepared to have our podcast played out of their breasts, please let me know. So, yeah, the iTit. I don't know when it's available, but it's... Uh... Is that what they're marketing it as, the iTit? Yep. No. Yeah. Seriously? Hmm. <laughs> well, if anybody wants one, let me know. I'm quite happy to uh, try one out. I'm sure you are. You look ridiculous. Mind you, your man boobs are quite attractive. Oh, no, I was thinking of the for the audio quality testing. Well, you'd have to have one installed first. Well, no, I couldn't listen to my own tits. I'd have to put my ear up against someone else's. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'd like to distance myself from anything Rob says. I think that story might be false, actually. Might be a bit of fake news there. Anyway, go on. Uh, films. Uh, Call of the Wild with uh, Han Solo and his dog. What? It's a, it's a film about a, a, a dog and a man. And Han Solo? Yeah. Well, it could be Harrison Ford. Well, why did you say Han Solo? I thought, why would they bring a, a Star Wars character into... Well, he's, he's more famous as Han Solo, isn't he? Than Harrison Ford, I don't think so. Well, I suppose he was the president in Air Force One. Well, yeah. Okay, it's like when I think of uh, of God, I have the image of Morgan Freeman in my head. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. The dog's all CGI, so it's sort of... When the dog yeah. was in jeopardy, you sort of didn't really... You know, obviously, you gave a bit of a shit, but you, know, you thought, well, CGI, mm -hmm. so, you know. Did it end up happily ever after oh, in right. the end? Go and see the film. It's a good film, though. I don't want to go and see the film. I want you to tell me so I don't have to bother. If you like dogs, you'd love this film. Yeah, I do love dogs, as you know, but I love real dogs. It's amazing what dogs can do. Yeah. Mine aren't here today. That's why it's so quiet. Especially CGI ones. Really? Hmm. Mm. And does it look nearly lifelike or not? To be fair, yes. But you can, every now and again, you can tell. Yeah, when it gets up and walks on its back legs and uh, talks. Yeah, when it, when it starts talking, that's that's when it starts going a bit beyond. And if you if you like that kind of thing, go and watch uh, Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. Oh, is that the same? Yeah, it's, I didn't CGI'd animals. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other any films that I might like to see? Uh, I watched Red Joan last night. Have you seen that? No. 
That's based on no. a true story about the uh, the spy granny. Do you remember that story many, many years ago? No. During the um, development of the nuclear bomb, she leaked all the plans, etc., of the British research to Russia. Did she? Oh, gosh. What happened to her? Well, shouldn't I ask? Um, well, she's about, I think she's about 90 at the time when uh, she, she sort of got questioned and they yeah. decided that she was too old to prosecute. Hmm. She thought leaking everything to uh, Russia would make right. sure there was no nuclear... Sorry? Yeah, leaking everything to Russia would make it a level playing field and therefore they wouldn't get used. Yeah, well, she had a point. She did have a point. Um, I, w- I kind of tried watching a series called The Ozarks. It's a bit weird. It's about a family who, or a bloke who's, who's uh, money laundering for the mob and they find out he's been cheating them and uh, all the company... And so uh, they try to escape and go and hide out in the Ozarks, but it's not really doing it for me, so I probably won't carry on. Did you see that one, uh, What Happened to Monday? No. That's on Netflix. That's worth the watch. Is it? Hmm. All right. Okay. I'm watching Homeland again. Again? Well, I watched it, I think, a long time ago when it first came out. It's all on Netflix, isn't it? There's quite a lot of stuff on Netflix. Yeah. When the guy with the red hair is um, comes back from being abducted by uh, the Taliban or ISIS or whoever. I've never seen it. Have you not? It's quite good. It's quite well done. Um, okay, on the uh, podcast at the moment, hello, welcome if you just joined us. It's very serious and depressing, so let's liven it up with a few Whaley jokes, uh, which are sent in by uh, our very dear listeners. And if you want to send them in, James Whale Radio at... Uh, I'll do it again. Jameswellradio at gmail.com. You were right the first time. You just needed to finish. Oh, yeah. So I did. The website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Right. Adam Harvey sent this in. My wife just walked out on me after I told her I blew all our savings on penis enlargement surgery. She said she couldn't take it any longer. (laughs) Um, sort of. Not the funniest one we've had in, uh, Adam. Try a little harder for next time, please. Six out of ten. Uh, Billy Richards. Two women walking home drunk were busting for the toilet. So they went into a graveyard. They had no toilet paper. So one woman used her knickers and threw them away. Well, you should have taken them home. Uh, the other used a ribbon from a wreath. Well, that is disgusting in my view. The next day, their husbands were talking. We better keep an eye on our wives when they go out, one said. Mine came home without her knickers. You think that's bad, said the other. Mine had a card stuck in her arse saying, from all the lads at the fire station, we will never forget you. <laughs> that is, that's good. That is good. And Hillary Peters said, I never wanted to believe that my dad was stealing from his job as a road worker. But when I got home, all the signs were there. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny too, isn't it? Yeah. I often wonder where, where people get these jokes from. I imagine the internet, but thanks for sending them in anyway. Yeah, send some more in. Uh, each week we get a couple of goodies. We read them out. Uh, those were the best uh, we got this week, by the way. <laughs> Uh, right, how are we going on now? Is it time for uh, my questions yet or not? Uh, can you advertise the book? I haven't been in the post office for a while. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we still have copies in a few. Well, listen, that that uh, the um, uh, the printers printed out enormous lot of paperbacks, which they didn't really bother to sell uh, because the hardback copy of my autobiography, which is now nearly ten years old, isn't it? It might be a bit longer. Really, two thousand six was it? Something like that. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you can uh, you can read the whole story and see pictures of me as a baby if you want. Makes a good present. Uh, and it's a knockdown price now of five pounds. Five, and that includes PMP, PMP, your signature, and right. an envelope, and my trip to the post office. Well, there we are. If you would like it, just uh, email jameswellradio at gmail.com and uh, Rob will do the rest. Well, you, you just go to the website, actually. It's uh, jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. All right. Or either way, and you could sort it out. Well, if you send me an email, I'll just direct you to the shop. Oh, right. Okay. We'll go to the website, jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. Yeah. And there are some lovely pictures in there. Of me as a baby. Right. Let's do questions for the whale. Okay. Are you ready for the questions? I don't know. I haven't seen them today. You never show them to me. I could bring them up now and have a look just so I know whether you're reading them out correctly. Right. Let's start with Mark Young. Okay. Mark Young says, uh, did Ash pay you back or is it just a wind up? No, he flipping well did pay me back in the end. I just uh, said either you pay me back or I don't take my foot off your throat. Uh, Paul Merchant. Should we Paul all... Paul Gerard Merchant. Oh, most people don't like their middle name being read out. He wouldn't have put it if he didn't want it mentioned. Okay, well, I stole it from Facebook, didn't I? So, Carry on. Uh, should we all just have 14 days off anyway and self-isolate for the sake of the nation? I mean, come on, there's too many box sets. I didn't think that was relevant to the question. I thought it was. No, I don't think we should. I think that would really f*** up the economy big time. A lot of self-employed businesses I can see going to the walls. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Margaret Holland knew. (laughs) Holland knew, did they? Should we pay for Harry and Meghan's security now they want to do their own thing? Um, This is interesting. I got very angry about this when I've heard a number of... uh, uh, of so-called journalists slagging off Harry and Meghan and then going, oh, wonderful news. Why on earth should we be paying for their security when they are so wealthy? And uh, they're, they're, you know, and now Canada's uh, police have said, we won't be paying for this security and Britain's not either. Look, Harry and Meghan are superstars. They are known the world over, whether you like it or not. They are also part of the British royal family, whether they like it or not. And they are, for that reason and that reason alone, major terrorist targets and targets for nutters as well, of which there are many. And I think we are being just bloody minded about the whole thing. Now, if they they're prepared, I'm sure if they are getting the money, that uh, it's saying they're earning like a, a million pounds a week, which I don't believe for one moment, then uh, and good luck to them. Then they can afford their own security. But before they do that, in my view, their security people have got to be checked over by MI6 to make sure they're the right kind of people. They know what they're doing. 
and they can give them the protection they need. And you might be all blasé, I don't care about the royal family, whatever. And you might say, I don't care whatever happens to them. But you see, I'm a nicer person than you are. And I wonder how people are going to feel if, if Harry, Meghan, and maybe their, their children or child at the moment, but who knows, um, are, are, are killed by terrorists who wouldn't think twice about doing it. It would give them the best publicity, any terrorist organization they could get bumping them off. They need publicity. And they don't need to keep on being told, well, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not going to have this. They're quite young. They have shit PR people working for them. I mean it, shit PR people. Um, and it may well be they're doing it themselves, but they need somebody to help with their publicity and their image and everything. And for that reason and that reason alone, we need as a country to still be involved in looking after their security. They can pay towards it or for it, if they can afford if, if but we need to have proper professional security there might be a temptation where we get a couple of bodyguards and that will not do we need to have all the organizations um that will be continually locking into anybody or any of these big terrorist organizations who are trying to hatch plots to get at harry because they think uh, him leaving the royal you can't leave the royal family he will always be prince harry whatever anybody says and as soon as somebody manages to get that close and and do something appalling to him and megan and, and the rest of them then it'll be great publicity great publicity uh for the the terrorist organization that did it so you know because there are a lot of i mean complete quits i've never met a republican who was intelligent i really haven't we have the royal family they are a kind of international soap opera if you like but they promote this country really well. And Harry's not going to be king, and he can see that, and he wants to find a new path for him in life, and good. A lot of it's going to be doing good. His uh, idea of, of the Invictus Games was brilliant. And I'm just getting fed up with people going, oh, well, why should we pay for his security? Well, I've just explained. And I'm sure he will pay for his own security, but until they've got that sorted out, it must carry on. It's got to carry on the way it's being done now because there must be access for the security people to uh, to, to know what, what's coming in on the wires at MI5 and MI6 and other security organizations. You know, I don't think people think this through. And I'm sure a lot of people just uh, in the media, and I heard some... some uh, royal dissenter the other day on the radio going oh well this is cool they make loads of money they should be looking at it. who cares anyway what a ridiculous had i actually been in the building at the time when she said this i would probably have had to have the words several of yeah i mean it's not on it's really not on they are a young family they are some of the highest profile people in the world and they will need protecting whether they like it or not Thank you. That's the longest answer to any question I've done. It is. Mm. Uh, Rob James, is it true that masturbation is a touchy subject, but oral sex is a matter of taste? I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think you reached the G spot, Bob. Exactly right. Uh, Why have you written that question twice? It was uh, too important not to mention. Yeah. Well, do you want to read it again or not? I'll read it again. Uh, Rob James, is it true that masturbation is a touchy subject, but oral sex is a matter of taste? Absolutely. I just obviously got happy with the uh, control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Antonio Da Vinci. Made up name, but go on. Uh, loneliness is an epidemic. Uh, robot partners, the answer. No. And finally, Gene Matheson. Wish me good luck, Mr. W. I'm not tempting fate, but I've secured a job which fulfills one of my crazy dreams. I hope a certain audience has a lot to drink and earplugs on standby. Wish me good luck, Mr. W. I'm not tempting fate, but I've secured a job which fulfills one of my crazy dreams. I hope a certain audience has a lot to drink and has earplugs on standby. Oh, come on, Gene. We need to know what it is you're doing. And that wasn't really a question, was it? But I wish you good luck. But I need to know what you're doing. I imagine it's some sort of singing. Maybe. Or playing the recorder. Maybe she's coming on my show. That's a point. Yeah, maybe that's what's happening. Well, good luck. Yeah, good luck, Gene. Be good to see you. What am I doing? I don't know. I've run out of questions. What are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm trying to sort of... You, I've done it. Right. Ad- adverts again, is it? What, you're going to play adverts now? No, no I know. I'm just... You mentioned you had adverts. I just think we conclude the podcast like this. If you want to feel really good about yourselves, go out and buy Yorkshire tea. There is nothing like Yorkshire tea. It is the tea of the sensible, intelligent person. Yorkshire tea. I don't like tea. Listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on Facebook.com/slash/JamesWellRadioShow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>